Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you were stranded on a desert island and you could only watch three wrestling matches, what would they be? That's what I'm asking some of wrestling's best, be it in the ring, around the ring, behind the scenes, or behind a microphone. Hi, I'm Tom Campbell. Thank you for joining me on Cultaholic Island once again for Desert Island Grabs. Now, sadly, our VIP isn't staying on Cultaholic Island very long. This is merely a layover as he's on his way to Edinburgh for his seventh year at the Fringe Festival. He is a near 20-year wrestling veteran who has done pretty much everything there is to do in this amazing sport of ours. And since 2010, he has been a podcasting pioneer, welcoming colleagues and friends alike onto his metaphorical island to chat about the art of wrestling. Now he's hanging up his podcasting headphones. It's only right that we extend him the invite to join us on our proverbial island to do the same. Ladies and gentlemen, distinguished island guests, this is Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana and John Hastings do comedy and commentary to bad wrestling matches every single night at the Edinburgh Fringe, August 2nd through the 22nd. August 2nd to the 26th. Smooth. At 11 p.m. (laughs) At 11 p.m. Tickets are seven pounds or pay what you want. So I'm supposed to say I'm Taz? Yeah. And then all the other stuff he said as well. Well, you guys are calling bad wrestling matches. How you are not getting heat with the talent is beyond me. <laughs> well, then you're you usually a pretty respected guy. <laughs> you should see the talent. Coca Banner and John Hastings do comedy and commentary to bad wrestling Cabana, how you doing, sir? I'm great. How are you? I'm, I'm sorry if I'm not going to be super enthusiastic or loud. I'm at an, at an airport. Uh, but I'm, we'll, we'll do it. The, the true art of wrestling is hanging around in an airport and chatting to people. Yeah, that's right. This is where I've spent half my life, so uh, it's a, just a second home for me. Well, you'll be in a couple of airports. One in particular, you'll be getting into Edinburgh Airport very soon because you're coming here to do the Fringe. I am. I'm doing the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Uh, the one thing I do like about that airport is uh, I don't need any permits because part of the fest- it's a free festival, so you're al- I'm allowed to work there. They don't hassle us too much. It's an easy one, and I'm excited for the fringe i'm doing my show and we'll talk all about wrestling and fun and stuff but i just anyone in edinburgh if you don't know i do a show where uh where me and john hastings we do comedy and commentary to bad wrestling matches and it's so much fun you don't really even have to like wrestling um you just have to enjoy craziness of wrestling which you're well aware of Um, can you give us any hints on who's going to be doing the show with you guys this year we have a different guest every single 
night. So, you know, we're doing 25 straight nights. Um, Josie Long, D- David O'Doherty, uh, John Robertson's going to do it. Um, just a, a handful of the fringes finest. I, I think we're going to get Grado for one of them too. So oh, that should be exciting. Cool. <laughs> so this is your seventh year at the Edinburgh Fringe watching bad wrestling matches. And uh, as you and I know, you, you'll never run out of, you'll never run out of content for that. Will oh you? my God. I have so many good things. You know, um, I, I'm doing my own, I, I'm winding my podcast down, but I'm, I'm still doing it until um, I, I podcast from the fringe. And then after the fringe, I'm going to start winding it down a little bit. But uh, in order to get prepared for this week's podcast, I was at this huge show in Minnesota and I was talking to all the different wrestlers about um, different kind of botches and, and stuff that's happened to them. And one of my favorites is there's, it's from WrestleMania seven or eight, which is the one where Tito wrestled Shawn Michaels. Are you that big of a nerd? Eight. eight. Yes. That's what, okay. And then Tito Santana walks up to Shawn Michaels. They look nose to nose. It's this huge moment. And Tito Santana whispers to him, you've got a booger in your nose. And then you see Shawn Michaels wiping it away. And um, like, the only reason I know that is because Adam Pierce uh, knows how to read lips. And he said when he was a kid, uh, he read the lips like that's not a known thing. And so Tito was on the show and this will come out of my podcast, which will be available probably now. And I asked Tito about it because I always thought like, what a great rib that was to say that because Shawn Michaels flinches and he like, it, you know, it really breaks Shawn Michaels. And, and I asked Tito and he goes, no, he really had a booger in his nose. <laughs> He's like, I was, just, I was just telling him. So the premise of this podcast, Colt, is I'm asking you if you had to burn three wrestling matches onto a DVD to watch on a desert island, what would they be and why? So let's get into your first match choice. One of my favorite matches ever, the Genius versus Hulk Hogan on Saturday night's main event. Hulkster, tonight your opponent is going to be the Genius. How are you going to fight the combination of his aerial acrobatics along with his Machiavellian tactics? Well, you know me, Gene. The genius may have a high IQ, brother, but I'm sure he's got a low tolerance for pain. Besides, if he's so darn smart, how come he doesn't know that mathematically he can't win, brother? What are you talking about? What do you mean? Well, it's a simple equation, Mean Gene. The three demandments of the train and the prayers and the vitamins plus the 24-inch pythons times all those Hulkamaniacs equals victory. This match was a comedy match, essentially. And, you know, I'm someone who champions comedy wrestling. And if you go back and watch it back, you know, some of the stuff doesn't hold up with the... Um, the effeminate movements of Hulk Hogan and the kind of the gay jokes, but you know, that's, I guess what, that's what it was at the time. The comedy in it is so spot on and there's just some great comedy spots. It it was unlike a lot of Hulk Hogan matches. Lanny Poffo did such a wonderful job at being the foil in such a different way to Hulk Hogan. Lanny Poffo was, as the genius was, was, was incredible, but there was always so much more that he could give. And you always knew that, didn't you? I don't think he got the run he should have, but if you talk to him, he's so grateful for the eight months run that he had got. He will admit that he went on steroids for it to look the part. And he's, he's not happy about it, but he did it. <laughs> and um, and uh, yeah, I, I think in my head, there could have been a lot with Lanny. I always feel real bad for Lanny, not real bad. I mean, he, he would want me to feel bad for him because, you know, uh, he, he, he was always under the umbrella of Randy, you know, of Randy Savage. And um and I'm sure he got that a lot was just like, oh, all, you're just Randy's Savage's brother. But I, I just I always thought so much of, of Lanny. I thought he was such a great wrestler. And I thought he was so before his time with all the the acrobatics. And then, you know, even before his time with the comedy, I don't know if he knew he was doing the comedy, but I can only assume he was. 
in the way that the genius book is portrayed. Hogan, better watch out. He better worry about the genius and not bother with Mr. Perfect. Genius back in the holster now, coming back in. Wait a minute. Oh, my. Right into the head with a championship belt. And the referee didn't see anything in the ring, McMahon. He didn't see it. The referee has been counting the holster out. Indeed, he did not see that, and I can't Ladies believe it. Major upset. Reigns wins over Braun. There's a thing I read about in the Death of WCW book where Lanny Poffo was signed by WCW, sat home for like two years, and then was released and earned a load of money by just sitting down. I think it was, I think it was more like three or four years, to be honest. And he said he still has every single one of those pennies. Like he didn't spend one of it. So you've been doing the Art of Wrestling podcast for almost a decade. And in an era now where every wrestler has got a podcast, including ourselves, you were very much a, a pioneer back in 2010. Yeah, I'd like to think so. So, I, I mean, I know people were doing podcasts before me. And so I don't want I, I feel bad when people are like, oh, Colt gets all the credit or whatever. But, um, you know, I was the first person in the industry to talk to other people in the industry like they were normal people and um, and to do it on a, on a weekly basis and to consistently do it. So in that sense, because I stuck with it and I knew so many people within the industry and wrestlers would act a little differently with me as opposed to having their guard up with someone who they didn't know. Um, I think that's what started to kind of change the idea of what a podcast was and open the medium a, a, a lot. And, um, you know, it's been nine it's, it, when I, when I shut it down, it'll be nine and a half years. Um, and it was just kind of time to not have to do something weekly. I have opened up a Patreon and already people have kind of started to sign up and I've put all the old archives on the Patreon and I plan on doing more podcasting stuff. I just, I, I don't want the burden of doing it every single week, making sure I have to do it every single week. Um, it just became, you know, after nine and a half years, it was, I think it was time for me to kind of slow it down a little bit. Is there anybody left that you would still want to talk to? Well, I, I was telling you before we went on air is um, I, I've been sitting at this airport talking with Sting for an hour. And essentially we did a podcast, you know, like we did one, but it wasn't recorded. It was those talks that inspired me to do the podcast was I would have these great talks with these guys in the locker room. And I just, I was like, man, the world should know about, you know, like these world, these talks should be known to anyone who wants to listen to them. And so um, just speaking with him, that would have been a great one. I'm also in a, in a, in a airport with Jimmy Hart, who I've probably asked a couple of times to be on. And he's always deflected me. He, you know, he was telling me he, he doesn't say political side he's on. He, you know, he, he stays, he stays very in the middle. Uh, he never wants to rub anyone the wrong way, but I still would have, you know, there's so many stories and good times I would have loved to have talked to, but, um, uh, you know, uh, PCO is somebody that, um, I would have, I, I would love to do, uh, Sean Spears, uh, even Dustin Rhodes. Um, there's just such a, there's a handful of guys still out there, but you know, it's come, it's, it's coming to an end. It's concluding. And, you know, if, if I get enough people on the Patreon, I'm going to start doing some of those old school ones the way that I used to do it. So that's kind of, that's kind of how it, my, my goal or my reach in the future. What podcasts are you listening to at the moment? I, I have a lot of comedy podcasts that I listen to. 
And I have a lot of like uh, post-produced NPR style podcasts that I like. I, I call them like smart people podcasts, but they're fun or learny pod- podcasts where I can learn something, but it's it's presented to me in like a real nice audio, fun way to listen and learn. I'll, I'll recommend some too. Um, uh, 99% Invisible is a great one. This American Life is a great one. Radio Lab is a great one. Um, and then some of my favorite comedy podcasts, uh, Comedy Bang Bang is a favorite of mine, The Todd Glass Show. Uh, there's a Canadian one called Stop Podcasting Yourself, which is just so, so funny. And I've been on a couple of these, so um, I would recommend those to anybody. And if, if people do want to listen to a, a, a wrestling podcast, I would recommend my friend Marty DeRosa and Sarah Shockey have a podcast called Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. Uh, where where it is very comedy based, but it is based off of wrestling. Okay, let's get into your second match choice of three, Colt. Okay, number two would be Les Kellett versus Leon Aris. Well, this is the one they've been waiting for. Mike Judge just announced Leon Aris, Barnsley versus Les Kellett of Bradford. Now, this one, anything at all could happen here, but anything. I think it's already started. Max Ward is going to have real trouble with this next six rounds. Two falls to the side, but it's, not, it's going to worry in the pinfall counts. It's the fouls, the dodgy moves, the dodges, the comedy. Let's see what he says. I mean, when I came over in 2004 and I stayed, I, I became obsessed with World of Sport. I've watched, you know, probably thousands of hours of World of Sport. Uh, Rob Schamberger, the WWE art painter or whatever, has... You know, I, he made me a Les Kellett uh, portrait that sits in my house right now. Les Kellett essentially is my hero. Oh, wow. And yeah, and Leon Aris, that, that match, Les Kellett and Leon Aris, is just one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. It is the ultimate funny guy versus straight guy. Uh, and, you know, Les Kellett kind of plays the straight, the straight guy in, in this comedic way. It's just It's just so beautiful. It's such a beautiful match. You know, especially with the with the world of sports style rules that are in, in, implemented and the way that they those two wrestlers, you know, use the rules to make comedy and then also use Max Ward, who is basically the third comedian in there, who is, uh, you know, the referee at that point. Um, it's just it's just one of my favorite matches. I love it so much. Over the top for a folding press and an easy one for Keller. Still laughing as he does it. There is so much love for the world of sport style stateside. Why Why do you think that is? Well, I, you know, I think it's the idea that we can go back and watch it and we can understand it. So, you know, I've wrestled Johnny Kidd a couple of times and I wrestled Johnny Kidd in 2004 for Premier Promotions. And I had uh, the match of the year in 2004 with Johnny Kidd. We did a rounds match. We did it, you know, uh, for John Fremantle. <laughs> um, you know, so uh, I, but I, it's like, you know, a lot of people are infatuated with, with, with like old Japan, like Masawa and Kobashi and, and they can watch them, but they, you know, we don't know what they're saying unless we speak Japanese. But the cool thing is, is that for world of sport, it, this seems like something that just seems so far away and so different yet. Ken Walton explains everything to us. So we know what's happening. We can understand the history and the lineage and, and how, how the matches work and why stuff is so important. And I, so, so I think that really translates so well as opposed to Japanese wrestling or, or, or Lucha wrestling is that world of sport was a different style of wrestling as opposed to Hulk Hogan punch and kick. Um, and so now as we watch it, it's something to study. It's something different, but we can't understand it because, uh, you know, it's the same language. Hold up. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. So this is your seventh year at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. I want to take you all the way back seven years ago. What was it that made you want to be a part of the Fringe? I love comedy, and I would listen to a lot of comedy podcasts, and people would talk about um, the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. And you'd just hear it, like, gradually you'd hear people talk about it. And I didn't really know what it was, but I knew it was this festival that everybody was going to and everyone was doing. Um, and then Brendan Burns, who I originally did the show with, he did a, I did the very first Progress show. And before that progress show, I did a live podcast, so I needed guests, and I knew Brendan Burns was uh, an Australian comedian living in the UK. He liked wrestling. I had heard him on Mark Maron's WTF saying he liked wrestling, so I invited him to be a guest on the show, along with Party Marty Skrull at the time. Um, those were my two guests, and Brendan had a good time. Me and him got, got along very well, and Brendan wanted to do a late-night show at The Fringe, and he thought, oh, maybe... Uh, Colt would like to do, cause I was doing a similar show in America with my buddy, Marty DeRosa. And he's like, maybe Colt would like to do a, a late night wrestling show. So he just kind of threw it out. He's like, you want to do a, a run? Like, he's like, I'll pay for you. Um, and I'll put you up. So there's no cost to me. And then, so I said, yeah, like I, I've, I've never been to the fringe. I always wanted to go to the fringe. It sounds so intriguing. I'd love to go see everybody and, and all the shows. And then I went and I just, I had the greatest time and I loved going see, I mean, I love doing the show, but I also love watching shows all day long. I get very inspired as an artist and a creator. And, um, it's just so cool to see all these creative minds in one place. And, um, and, and I said, can I do it next year? And they're like, of course. And so every year I just say, can I do it next year? And they say, yes, it's perfect. I wake up, I work out and then I can go, you know, as a wrestler, I'm traveling all the time. And it seems weird that I'm traveling to Edinburgh, but it's the only time in my year that I'm in the same place for so long. So it's nice to be in my own, in, in, in a single bed, to wake up every day, go to the gym, and then just, I can just travel or I could just walk in town and see as many shows as I want. It's something that I imagine a lot of wrestlers don't get, which is a routine. A routine, right. Yes. It's not, and yeah, and every fringe, I, I, I'll lose about 10 pounds. I'll get in good shape because I could just eat and diet and work out and, and I'm walking all over the place. And then 
you know, a month later, I'll put the 10 back on with probably five more. So, Is there anybody this year at the Fringe that you're excited to see? You know, there's a show called Shitface Showtime, which I really enjoy. These four four people do a like a musical, but before every show, somebody gets shitfaced, they get hammered. And so you have to watch the, the one person, like uh, the other people, they play it straight and the other person's just hammered. <laughs> I, I want to figure out how we could do it with wrestling, but it's just so unsafe. Oh, no. I bet Janela could figure out how to do it. John Robertson does a show called The Dark Room. Uh, there's a couple of Australian comedians that I really like, uh, Demi Lardner and Tom Walker. They're doing a, a double act this year. Uh, the guy I'm doing the show with, John Hastings, he has a solo show. My friend Lisa Traeger is coming over. She has a show. There's uh, Dan Soder, who uh, is an American show called Billions. He's also like known for... Uh, I think he on a couple of podcasts, he does a, a Macho Man Randy Savage impression. Uh, he's coming over to do a show. So there's there's just going to be so many comedians. It's going to be so fun. Now, also part of Desert Island Graps, as well as picking three wrestling matches to watch, you have to pick a movie, an album, and a luxury item to take with you, Colt. So what have you got? Oh, well, I mean, my favorite movie of all time is Over the Top. Uh, just a, a classic father and son tale about arm wrestling in the road. <laughs> Standard. And um, uh, Lincoln Hawk, who is Sylvester Stallone, he arm wrestles a man in a bar called the Smasher, who was actually a wrestler who used to also do Hollywood stuff. And um, he was also in a movie called, I think, Grunt the Movie, which is an awful wrestling movie from the <laughs> 80s. I, I know the title. I've not seen Grunt. Oh, just awful. So that wouldn't be the movie I took. But also I have Smasher's autograph. I don't know his real name. Because Smasher's kid was doing stand-up in Chicago, and um, my buddy Marty DeRosa told him, his son, that I was a huge fan. So the Smasher sent me an 8x10 sign. It's on my wall. My luxury item would be a bidet. A bidet? Yeah. Uh, ever since I went to Japan and wrestled in Japan, you know, bidets are standard over there. And uh, since then, I've I've bought two of them and put them in my apartment. So uh, I couldn't imagine going anywhere else without a bidet. It's really a lifesaver. And an album. Now, I'm not much of a, a music man, so I guess I would have to go with uh, Piledriver. Uh, <laughs> you could spend your time yeah. on your bidet listening to Girls in Cars. I was going to say Jive Soul Bro, but Girls in Cars would keep me in good, in good spirits. Okay, so this is your third and final match on your DVD that you've burned for the Desert Island. What are you choosing, Colt? See, this is the hard one I've had because the first two were the, were my were my were my go-tos, I guess. The the one I, I was gonna, I was gonna think I was gonna say was you know I was live for Joe versus Kabashi in New York City. <laughs> great match live and i've watched it on youtube since 
I don't know what I, what's going to beat that. You know, I, I it's just that was such a, a, a beautiful moment of wrestling and intensity. And and also, you know, there was a third person in that match, and it was that Ring of Honor crowd. At least, at least that 2005 Ring of Honor crowd were just like, you know, they made sure that that was a legendary match, which was so cool because, you know, even if it was the shits, like, like you know, in, in Ring of Honor fans' head, like Joe was their guy. Uh, they were gonna, you know, they couldn't believe Kabashi had actually came over and was going to wrestle, and um, and they made it such a cool match, and and obviously Joe and Kabashi did too, and it was that was such a special night to be a part of it, is um so maybe if I just want to feel special, uh you know I would take that match and rewatch it because it was such so wonderful to watch. The crowd can make or break a match sometimes, can't they? Dare I say that you know I've done a lot of wrestling is that. I think England and the UK recognized that very early. And, you know, a lot of those match, you know, a lot of the UK fans have recognized that, um, how much they can help and how great they are. Uh, and, you know, sometimes a little too much where they start because they, they you know, sometimes they think that they're almost taking over the show. Uh, but the, the right formula. Yeah. The a crowd really, really does add and, and just, and sometimes makes uh, a match or a show. <laughs> It's been wonderful to talk to you. Thank you so much indeed. Tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, well, I mean, it's all, you can go to my website, colcabetta.com, and the tickets are at, you know, uh, thefringe.com. That will lead you to the tickets. Or my Twitter and Instagram has a bunch of leak, links at and leaks uh, at Colcabetta. And, uh, you know, for the art of wrestling, I, I did put up that Patreon and I plan on putting up a lot of cool stuff and it's, it's, it's not expensive. It's, you know, all my archives are like four bucks and for an extra dollar, uh, I just put up a, a dark match that I had for TNA with, uh, TJ Perkins in 2009 that nobody saw. And I just, uh, I just put up a, a pilot that I did for, with Russell Kane. Uh, you know, that name is he pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. So me and Russell Kane did a pilot television show in England that never got picked up. So, uh, I put that up and, um, I'm, I plan on just putting up a lot of cool, fun stuff for an extra dollar, which is, you know, an extra 70 P or whatever. So, uh, check out my Patreon slash Colt Cabana. And then, um, yeah, you know, if you want to buy any, uh, you know, I have those wrestling road diaries documentaries, which is kind of crazy. It's, it's basically 10 years since we filmed it was me and Daniel Bryan, uh, on the road, uh, the life of an independent wrestler. Um, you know, before any of these things ever came out before indie wrestling was kind of cool. Uh, we filmed these documentaries and that's all at uh, coltmerch.com, or if you want to watch it digitally, it's digitalcult.com. And those are pretty—it's a pretty cool capsule in time to to see the independent scene in 2009. While me and Daniel Bryan are, are driving around, and there's people like you know Cesaro and Generico and Owens, and um, a lot of these guys, you know, to Seth Rollins, just in the background. Uh, so that's always a fun game to play. It's like the spot who's in the background. Colt Cabana and Russell Kane did a TV show pilot. Very intrigued by this. Yep, it'll cost you, you know, a fiver. You know, you can quit after the month if you want. Don't do that. Stay with it forever. That's your plan. Colt Cabana, it's been brilliant to have you on Desert Island Graps. Thank you for being my guest today on the island. I appreciate it. Thanks for talking to me. Hold up. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.